listening to the Stars Hollow Weekly, where we talk about the Gilmore Girls. Weekly. That's right. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 13, Concert Interruptus. Yes, we are. So, did you like this episode? I do. I like this episode. It's it's fun. Okay. <laughs> this is like the most awkward start we've had yet. Why? It's only because you keep laughing. There's nothing awkward about it. Don't blame everything on me. I blame others. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there are two different descriptions um, we could use for this. Uh, they're both pretty close to each other. So, which one do you want to hear first, Netflix or IMDb's? Netflix, because oh. I saw the word ensues. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, for Netflix, trouble ensues when Rory takes her friends to a Bangles concert in New York. Lorelai learns something about Luke's romantic past. Gotta yeah. say, um, I would argue with the word friends. I would too. Okay. So that's wrong. All right. And for IMDb, Lorelai gives Rory, Paris, Madeline, and Louise tickets to a Bengals concert, but the evening doesn't go quite as planned. That's a little better. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so in this episode, as it says, they go to a Bengals concert, but it opens with finding out that Lorelai is in charge of the town's rummage sale for the old Muddy River Bridge. Yeah, it needs repaired. It does. This actually comes up way later. Does it really? Yeah, about the bridge. Um, the bridge I, is important? In a way, yeah. Um, I don't want to tell you why it's one of those things, but listeners, if you are aware of how it comes up later on with Lorelai and someone paying completely for it. Oh, you've mentioned this in the past. Yeah, yeah. So the bridge comes up again, quite interestingly. But uh, I looked at the the sign and it said, for the Old Muddy River Bridge. So that means that in the town of Stars Hollow, they have a river called Old Muddy River. <laughs> it's probably a creek. Exactly. But it's big enough for a bridge to have to go over it. Where does this bridge go? How long has it been broken? Connecting two different parts of Stars Hollow. It must be. Maybe Taylor's house to Taylor's garage. You know what? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when they're cleaning out Lorelai's closet yeah. for the rummage sale, I was not enjoying that opening uh, pre-credit scene. Why? It felt, I don't know, fake somehow. It just didn't feel normal. It felt like a show pretending to be the Gilmore Girls. Really? You're going to have to explain that a little bit more. It's a little hard to explain it. Okay. It, 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 it was just a feeling of like, this doesn't feel right. It just felt, again, I keep coming back to fake, but fake somehow. Okay. I didn't get that feeling so much. Anymore, I get the feeling again that Rory's kind of in charge, parenting her mother, mm -hmm. telling her what to do. Which, in if that's what they were doing... Yeah then it does flip to the other side very nicely at the end. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it mirrors. So Rory parents Lorelai with normal day-to-day -day stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and Lorelai parents with the big thing. Yeah, she steps up when she has to. Oh, yeah. I mean, and she, oh, she did not hesitate. Oh, that was so great. We'll cut, obviously get to that later. Oh, well, yeah. Unless definitely. you just want to talk about that right now. No, no, we go through it sequentially. talk about the end? No, we oh, go through it sequentially. Why? Why do we do that? Because if we don't, we jump all around and it gets confusing. To whom? Me. Not to me. I follow along. To me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> 
Um, I did enjoy uh, uh, one line in the opening scene, though. I want you to take out everything that you'd be embarrassed to wear during a car accident. That sounds about right. <laughs> she actually let her, too. Like, Rory just takes a handful of things out of her closet. She argues with her, though. I mean, she does, but she just lets her take it. And she just has an armful of things, and that's about it. Because she knows that Rory has her best interests at heart. She does. <laughs> Rory's the man. Or, you know, woman. Basically. Well, right. The 16-year-old. Um, and then in the next scene, when they're in the middle of the rummage sale, in the middle mm-hmm. of their uh, house, or the prepping Well, yeah, because the prepping area is their house. Yep. Uh, which, as the sign in Luke's uh, diner says mm-hmm. later... Uh, drop off. Um, oh, I wrote it down. Uh, drop off donation at Lorelai Gilmore's house, but there was no address. So just everyone knows where yeah. her house is. That's the small town vibe. Everyone knows where Lorelai Gilmore lives. So there are there is no need of addresses. Exactly. You find out later too when Paris was trying to look for the house. She said like the street doesn't have a sign. She said, I told you to turn left at the Metal Rooster. Right, right. So basically, yeah, you're just supposed to know where Lorelai Gilmore lives. And how long has she been there? You know, she took baby Rory there. So she's been there for 15 years now. So yeah, yeah, and just... in the house for uh, five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we learned that she moved into the house five years ago. When did we learn that? We learned that in the scene where she first hears about Rachel. Oh. Because Miss Patty and Sookie say... That it was five years ago. She goes, how did I not know about this? And Suki says, well, you had an 11-year-old. You were just moving into this house. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. We we got a lot of backstory for people in this episode. Yeah, we did. We got Miss Patty backstory. Mm-hmm. We got some Luke backstory. We got Lorelai backstory. I, I even missed that one, too. So yeah. that's, that's really neat. Um, but Taylor coming in with the uh, thing of... Um, dishware yeah and the chipped uh butter dish yes the chipped butter dish so he left instructions for the he wanted person. to leave instructions well, he wanted to he's like she said would you like to write out some sort of instruction manual to go with the dishes oh could i it was interesting because it's like is that your usual taylor sort of thing like he seems more of like the sneaky type person instead just more of like hide the chip rather than write an instruction booklet for it yeah but I liked this version of Taylor, mm-hmm. of just persnickety. I was going to say persnickety. To be just so, but if you have it, it's okay. Let me tell you how to yeah, possibly yeah. display it. Exactly. And so we see Taylor again, because I feel like we haven't seen him in a little bit. I think we remarked on that last time, mm-hmm. too. So yeah. we finally get a little glimpse of Taylor, not quite as he is yet, but he's getting there. I didn't mind this version. If this would have been how he was all the time, Yeah. then I think... For when I see him in later seasons, because again, I my knowledge of the Gilmore Girls is patchwork. It's all over the place. I think even though it's changed, it gets he's funny. Like you'll enjoy him. So then Sookie comes in with Bangles tickets. Yes, she does. And the concert part of co- concert interruptus starts. We're going to the Bangles. Yes, we are. Well, kind of. Well, Lorelai and Sookie and. Rory and Lane, and that's the plan. Well, yeah, that's the plan. Of course, you know, we find out Lane can't go because she tries to lie to her mother. Well, kind of lie, close to the truth, but not really. Saying it's a play, a play about women who are on stage holding instruments in front of other people, and she finally has to admit the truth, so Lane cannot go. Yeah, uh, 
in Rory's words, Lane decided to be stupid and tell her mother the truth. Which is funny, though, because, like, what was it? Like, two episodes ago, Lorelai is like, you know, no lying to the parents. Mm-hmm. I don't lie to parents. I don't know if she was involved in this, but... It, it kind of felt like she wasn't yeah. because she seemed a little yeah. offended at be stupid and tell the truth. It's like, how's that stupid? That's true. Yeah. But yeah, she's trying it again, except this time attempting to go to New York City. A yeah. little different than just going to your local movie theater if she thought her mom Which would be... Which is also the town bookstore? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Huh. Yeah. I thought you might know more about that than me. No, I hadn't paid attention too much. It might be. Okay. Um, but any... all, like, because it's, you know, like when they're yeah. in there, going back a little bit, when they're in that bookstore movie theater, I'm, I'm saying bookstore movie theater because none of the chairs match. Oh, gosh, no. None of the chairs match, yeah. <laughs> it's just very haphazard and whatever. Exactly. Okay. But Sucky comes in with her, you know, usual bandages on her fingers, and we see her fall I into... didn't even notice Yeah, that. they really did keep that going for a while. I really forget when they stopped, but she came in with her bandages, and she gets, you know, like, sucked in by all of the boxes, and <laughs> she's her she usual self. Yeah. And, and then over on the Chilton side of things, they're in history mm-hmm. class. And they're talking about, did Charles I yeah. receive a fair trial? Who is that and what does that mean? Oh, man, this is great. I love this. I know stuff. This is fun. So <laughs> Charles I was the king of England who was ousted by Parliament uh, when the English Civil War happened. Okay. In the 1640s? Okay. Yeah. So Charles I, he was the king that decided Parliament wasn't really a needed tool he could rule by absolute fiat because he was an absolute monarch. And Oliver Cromwell was the leader of the parliamentarians that eventually uh, waged war on the king or possibly vice versa. But then Cromwell and parliament put the king on trial. Okay. They did not call him the king. They called him Charles Stuart as opposed to Your Majesty King Charles. Okay. And... He lost the trial. He was found guilty and uh, was beheaded. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what they're debating on. Did he receive a fair trial? Uh, Was it legal and all of that? Right. So pro and con. Which side did they get on the debate? I don't actually know if they were uh, pro or con. Right, right. But regardless, um. Paris and her friends and Rory are all on the same team. Yeah, but it opens with Tristan Dugray, staring, Mr. Dugray. Mr. Dugray staring at Rory. Apparently, Rory's ear, according Rory, to the teacher. Yeah, that was weird. How she called that out? Like, yeah, how embarrassing like, would that be in real life? Especially to Rory. Exactly, because she had nothing to do with it. Obviously, she's just being stared at by this weirdo. We've already come to the conclusion that Tristan. He's got issues. He's got a lot of issues, as Paris talks about later, but I think yeah. he has more issues than that. Um, he's very creepy, and he's staring at Rory during class. And also embarrassing, even, like, take it uh, away from Rory for a moment. Mm-hmm. Let's say Tristan was a kid I had some sympathy with. Right. It would be embarrassing for him to be called out like that. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, just be like, hey, Mr. DeGray, eyes up here. Right. Oh, uh, what? Sorry. Exactly. 
that's all you got to do. Oh, teacher's here. Yeah, but I think they're setting up for later, of course, with him. Because it wasn't really a huge plot point in this episode. Except that for the last thing that Paris says about him. Yeah. I know he was flirting to get to you, but at least he was flirting with me. Yeah. And it's just like, why would Rory care that mm-hmm. Paris, I mean, that Tristan is flirting with Paris, other than um, she hates Tristan and thinks that Paris can do better? I almost think, like, Tristan not flirts with Paris to get to Rory, mm-hmm. but flirts with Paris Almost as a way to like trick himself that he's not into Rory or to prove that he's not into Rory. I see it more as that because he gets called out for staring at her in class and then flirts with Paris. Yeah. So it's more like he did ignore Rory while flirting with Paris. Yeah. And so either it's to trick himself or it is a weird game because we've already come to the conclusion that he is creepy. I think he's a sociopath. Yeah, it could be. There's, you know. At his last episode, you do have a little more, not too much sympathy for him. The The whole episode is really horrible, but at the end, you have a little sympathy. Basically what Paris was saying. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that later. Yes. Um, I liked the excuses for, though, why they couldn't study at Paris's house or Madeline's house or Louise's yes. house. Yes. So Paris's house, her mom was getting rid of all traces of her father Painting the walls white. What did she say? Angel's kiss or angel's breath or something. Something Something like that. Um, (laughs) And then um, the brunette is Madeline. I think so. Yeah. yeah. My brother has the measles and then my mother's having an affair. Yeah. (laughs) Here's why we can't go. Here's the excuses. Measles, affair. Oh, man. Whatever. uh, So they decide to meet at Rory's house, even Mm -hmm. though there is the... um, aforementioned and and previously seen rummage sale stuff. Her house wasn't any better. Mm -mm. I mean, it seems the same as Paris's. To an extent, it's just that Lorelai is cool with having people over. Exactly. But also, why not just go to, like, Luke's or something, or a a diner near school? Because then they wouldn't be able to be set up with the tickets. I know, I'm just saying... It's a plot point. I know it's a plot point. I'm just saying... In the world of the show, yeah, I, I don't can't, know. Just like, just, sorry. Does it have to be at someone's house? That's weird. I guess so. Like, I'm just going back to me in high school. We went to the diner all the time to work. It's kind of what we did. Paris goes to the to uh, Luke's diner later and tries to do an investigative report. So that's kind of funny. Of Luke's diner? You'll see. This sounds weird. It's weird. <laughs> okay. It, like funny weird. Hmm. Speaking of weird, weird sister references. Uh, oh, I thought Ro- you'd like that. Some Shakespeare references. Yeah, Rory talking about Paris and uh, Madeline and Louise, whose names were dropped enough in this episode that, mm-hmm. hey, I uh, kind of know who they are now. Nice. <laughs> Not just calling them the mean girls. Um, lots of weird sister references. Something wicked this way comes. Yeah. And then that's when we got into Lane attempting to negotiate with her mother about seeing the show. The play <laughs> with Rory. I love how, because we, we get to see Lane's mom do a sale, and she just 
like this guy's debating her on whether it's like a queen and I don't even know was it a chair or a table? A chair. Okay, it was a chair because it's kind of upside down. He's debating with with her whether it's a queen Anne or not. And he said, well, the joists don't look right or the joists don't look old. And basically it turns out that she's going to give him a letter. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think Lane's mom actually sells antiques or is she just providing letters? So Saying things are old? The stuff is all kind of old. Right. But if it's antique old, that is up for debate. I think she is just willing to sell anything in order to get it out. So she herself is willing to lie. I will write a letter. It's like, it's like, it's not a letter of certification though. Like how is she proving that it is Queen Anne age furniture? That's what I was wondering because it is like her mom is very by the book. Mm -hmm. Don't lie sort of thing. Except. Except. Whatever it takes to make the sale. Remember, and we find out later, too, Lean, or I'm sorry, Mrs. Kim is lying to her mother just as much as Lean lies That's to Mrs. Right. Kim. That's right. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. So I kind of wondered if it was part of that. Oh, I don't, that I don't is, want, well, yeah. That is several seasons away. <laughs> it is. Which means it's probably like nine years away, podcast time. Exactly. Or maybe next month. I don't know how fast we're going to go. Yeah, we'll but I, I have to pause and talk about that because okay. that is one of the more amazing things I've seen. Mrs. Kim dressing up everything to be a Buddhist wedding. Oh, you did see that episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then, so racing through everything, like make everything a Buddhist wedding and then race through again and make it Mm -hmm. the way Seventh Day Adventist. Oh, Seventh Day Adventist and then uh, then making it the way Lane and her husband won it. It's just like, Oh my gosh, there is just layers upon layers of insanity in this. Exactly. It's amazing. It is. As I kind of wondered, is, are these old? Are they reproductions? Like, what's going on there? Anything to make a sale? May, so, uh, let's say, so Queen Anne, period, is uh, about two generations after the reign of King Charles I. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Queen Anne uh, would have been one of his. Uh, uh, what? Uh, nieces, I guess. Okay. Or grandnieces. Uh, because Queen Anne was one of the daughters of King James the second. Okay. Who was the last Stuart King of England. Um, uh, he was succeeded by Mary and William, so the reign of William and Mary. Okay. And then they were succeeded by Mary's sister Anne. Okay. And so Queen Anne period, so um, 1700-ish. That would be a really old chair. Yeah. I mean, so which it could a be. A reproduction from the 1800s or even the early 1900s I, would still be an antique, yeah. just not as old of an antique. I just feel like we see this a couple of times where people are arguing with her about the authenticity of her items. But her willing to write a letter to prove the certification, A, she's willing to do anything to make the sale, and B... This guy is dumb. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> it's just like oh, I'll write a letter. Oh, okay. he's a little bossy though. He kind of deserves it. I, I'm not, I'm not blaming Mrs. Kim. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pointing out all the weirdness. Oh goodness! So now we move on to the, the meat of the show. Luke freaking out on Lorelai about that horrible sweatshirt. Treat it as a B story, but it's honestly way more interesting than the A plot. 
A plot being the concert. It is. It sets up. I feel like this, you know, we talk about this a lot with the episodes. It does set up a little bit for later. Yeah. It's a lot of setting up of things because Rachel does come in. And she's there a couple of episodes. I can't say how many, but she comes back and she's there for a little bit. This season? No. Okay. No, no, no. I think, I forget how much later, but she comes back. Um, but yeah, he freaks out on Lorelai about the sweatshirt. Like he's yelling at her in the middle of the diner. It was insane. And then he just drops the pot of coffee on the counter and pour your own coffee. These men in this show. So emotionally fragile. Emotionally fragile, a little bit, a little bit off the deep end sometimes. Toxic, if you will. And I hate to say that about Luke because he's not usually, but he's just like yelling at her in the middle of a diner because Mm -hmm. she wore a sweatshirt that he donated. The thing is, is that he had to have known yeah. If he was donating it. And I knew it came down to that. Like he, you know, he, he takes the sweatshirt back, but he had to have known by donating it, someone in town might buy it and someone in town might wear it. It just happened to be Lorelai. And I think that's what made it worse. Yeah, I guess. But like, what if it was Luke Lane? Was... Like if Lane walked in with a sweatshirt, would he start screaming at her? No, Lane, if it was on Lane or on Rory okay. or anybody, he would not have. It's okay. because it was on Lorelai. I guess. And he wasn't prepared t- to see that. Yeah. But yeah, totally uh, off the deep end. Right. It did look good with her cowboy hat. <laughs> oh my God. Can we talk a minute about that? It was like a green leopard print cowboy hat. She was so proud of it. She was. Why does Lorelai love terrible things? She does. Well, she remember, she does have those cowboy boots. Like She has things like this in her wardrobe. Tassels. The tassels on the altar. Oh. What was it? Sequit? No, rhinestones, tassels, and... Red leopard print. Red leopard print. That's all you need in a halter top. It's it's a classic. Oh, is what her, she says. And right, like, right. Oh, my God. No. Right. Lorelai, you almost always otherwise look like a normal, well-put-together person. She does. You really don't see her in anything too weird. And then, except for that one episode. And that cowboy hat. It's like It matched her eyeshadow, which she did keep. <laughs> so there's that at least. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, her eyeshadow was like this bright green, which with the cowboy hat didn't look great. Without the cowboy hat looked a little better, but she wore it to the concert. Oh man. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, we also learn uh, right after this, uh, Miss Patty uh, danced on the giant drums at the Copa Cabana in 1969. She wore bananas. That's that's something. Miss Patty has lived a life. She has. I don't know if this is, but it seems like this isn't just Miss Patty. This is the actress. Mm. I don't know if this story is completely true. How much they true. take it from her life. Yeah, but I feel like it. it like that was that's very specific though mm. that she was at the Copacabana in 1969 dancing on drums with bananas i mean unless it really just is let's write this fun crazy character right uh we need to we need to research this oh yeah i, th- I think she's she's had a life so i also enjoyed uh the reference to star trek that was made okay L- um rory coming into the living room, all the bags and everything there, mm-hmm. all the rummage. And then she said, gee, this stuff is like triples. Oh, is that when it, it, it um, 
sucks and sucky. That's when it sucks. And okay. Sucky. So are we assuming that she is a Star Trek fan? Or at least is aware enough of it because the trouble with Tribbles for the original series okay. is like the episode everyone kind of knows. Okay. It's like if you're not a Star Trek fan, but you've seen some Star Trek, it's like an episode that would okay. be in- used as an introduc- introduction. Like, here's a fun, silly episode to get you interested. Because I was going to say, I've been with you for 15 years. You are a major Star Trek fan. And I didn't find out what a triple was until a couple of months ago when you showed me that short. Oh, my God, because it was too funny. Right. That's. It's just funny because I I don't know if the average person who doesn't watch Star Trek would know what a triple is. I don't know. I could be wrong in that one. Hmm. I'm just curious if she is a secret Star Trek fan. She might be. She could be. Could be. I feel like she isn't. Just, okay. Just kind of just one of those casual people. Like, oh, that was a right. fun thing. Yeah, it made me laugh though. Yeah. Um, and then we learn in this scene all about Rachel. That she was a photographer or an archaeologist or a flight attendant. She's a photographer, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what she turns out to be. They actually do keep that storyline. Honestly, too, that's what sure. I don't. When you meet Rachel, like when Sookie says she's Elle McPherson pretty, she is very pretty. You do not picture her in that sweatshirt, though. Granted, mm. it was, you know, five years ago, and then we don't meet her for a couple of years. We are talking the 90s, so. Yeah, you got to go back. People <laughs> made weird back. fashion choices. They did, so she was younger and. Because right now, this is 2001 when it's taking place or mm-hmm. when it's released. Uh, which means it was likely filmed in 2000, which means 1995. Mm-hmm. 95 or 96. Right, go, right. Go back and watch Friends. They made bad That's true. choices. But yeah, she... Saved by the Bell the College years. Oh, God. Terrible fashion choices. Oh, no. Don't even think about oh, that. Oh, man. I love, I love how Miss Patty does say, like, or an archaeologist. It's like... It's, what? <laughs> archaeologist? I wonder, flight attendant? I wonder if the writers just didn't know what they wanted to make her yet. Like, if they knew they were bringing her in, if they would make her a photographer, an archaeologist, or a flight attendant. And just give those lines to Miss Patty because right. it just sounds wonderfully eclectic right. and weird coming and from her. Not wanting to be locked down to something they'd have to stick to in the future. So just kind of be like, maybe she was this, this, that, or that. You're not locked into a story at that point. Yeah. But... Um, we learn a lot about her that she is an adventure seeker mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. That pretty much stays true in the future as well. Okay. Uh, it would be a terrible thing to to take away. Yep. It's a big part of her storyline when she comes back. Big part of why she leaves again. Uh, they stick with that pretty much. You know, the small town versus the I have to get up and go and leave. Whereas, you know, Lorelai and Luke continually through the series, small town, stay in their town, never leave. Yeah. Yep. They really match in that way. That, I mean, Lorelai doesn't go to, Lorelai goes to Europe with uh, Rory though. Later. Well, she doesn't want to live there though. They want to travel, but they don't want to live. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. A little bit about that. Um, and then the girls arrive. Yeah. Oh, and oh, the, the quote that Lorelai says uh-huh. is great. Um, that Paris must have done a lot of babysitting to be able to afford the car. Yep. <laughs> it's like. It's a very nice car. Uh, yes. Uh, and according to IMDb, uh-huh. 
The car that Paris is driving is a BMW 330CI. Yep. Remember, what? what is her dad? The head of a large pharmaceutical company? Yeah. Something like that we learned uh, uh, two episodes ago, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she definitely. She and so everything that. was in the papers because he's a mm-hmm. powerful, rich person. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And in this scene, um, uh, Louise becomes fascinated, completely uh-huh. fascinated with Lorelai. It's just like, I am fascinated by your mother. Huh, so is she. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because they start doing the um, the math of when Lorelai had Rory. And Paris is getting frustrated because she's like, we've all done the math. It's 16 years old. We're all 16. And then, oh, it turns so mean, too. I can't imagine having a baby at 16 and then keep your knees closed. It's like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, and Paris makes, I forget what she exactly said, but Paris makes mention that Lorelai regrets having Rory. It's a very, but she didn't mean it, though. That that one wasn't, that was more of her Parisness coming out, <laughs> where she just said something without thinking, and it happened to be mean. But it was an interesting moment because you could see even though she said this mean thing, she she took it back. Yeah. She's not, she's not that much of a jerk. By the end of this episode, you could say, just like in uh, the other one, they're kind of friendly at the end of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is the Turning Point episode where you see Paris's her, – her character is becoming less of the – bully towards mm-hmm. worry because you know i hate that character yeah, yeah, type yeah. of person she's becoming less of a bully she's actually becoming more paris because one of the things they're going through is who's going to do what for each of the you know the jobs for the debate like who's doing the opening who's doing the closing who's doing the actual debate which paris decided it would be herself uh who's taking the questions she splits up the jobs we see paris become paris she's very focused on work she's very focused with keeping focused on things yeah whereas madeline and louise are trying to get at you know what's Rory's boyfriend like would tristan like this outfit right things like that how good of a kisser is dean exactly so i love this episode because paris is becoming more of her own character rather than just a foil to rory um so i like that and then we see her Link apologized a little bit to Rory yeah. on that. And right after that, Lorelai offers the tickets that, to the girls. It's, okay, so I know Suki got them for Lorelai. Yes. However, mm-hmm. Lorelai just offers up four ninth row aisle tickets. What's with, L- Rory call them? The dream seats or something like that? Dreams, maybe. Yeah, that sounds familiar. But she offers up these tickets without even asking Sookie, if she could. And Sookie goes along with it. We don't even get to see that part of it where she's like, hey, by the way, I did this. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice thought for Lorelai because she wants Rory to have, what did she say? You have to be with them for three more years. Let's make it a little easier for you. So it's a nice thought. But it's it's just weird because it's like they weren't hers to really give away. Yeah, I get that. Even even when Suki was telling Lorelai about the tickets or, you know, telling everyone about the tickets, Rory was even hesitant to say, so you have like four tickets. Does that mean? And then Suki's like, yes, you and Lane get to go. So... 
even she was a little bit more hesitant of like, I'm not just going to take over these tickets. Whereas Lorelai is like, nope, I'm taking over these tickets. They're mine now. Take yeah. them away as I want to. Um, I just thought that was, you know, it shows Lorelai's character. Like she's helping her daughter, but still she makes like those impulsive decisions. Might not really think about others in the meantime, but with good intentions. It was very good intention. It was one of those things, though, I think she had already done the math in her head. Sookie's yeah. going to be okay with this. Yeah. Because Sookie seemed fine. And they were both just struggling yeah. up into the nosebleeds together. They were both laughing up there Which together about the same stuff. I'm like, oh, these are the worst seeds. Oh, right, this right. is hilarious. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. He just wanted to go see the Bengals. And he got those horrible seeds. Were they that bad? Because you would have heard them fine. And actually, it didn't look that bad. They were very high up, but it didn't yeah, look that bad. They yeah, were in the way back. Like the angle that they showed the stage, I'm like, that's not a bad scene. Well, yeah, it was a really good angle. You got to see them almost from above. Yeah, it's just like, this is a terrific seat. Exactly. I, like I would have been very happy with that seat. So um, the guys at the concert. Yes. Number one. Were they like college guys? Yes. Really we established a, that they're college age. Would we really go to a Bengals concert at that age? Like two like men at that age? I don't know. Well, here's the thing about that. Of course they had to be there for the rest of the plot to happen. Exactly. I know. To use I, your I know. Argument. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so the one guy, I don't know why. I thought he was, um, oh, gosh, forgive me. Mean Girls, I thought he was the the man from that, the one who hosts, like, that food show now. I thought it was him. He really did look like what? him. The From Mean Girls, the love interest? No idea what we're talking about. Have you ever seen Mean Girls? Once. Lindsay Lohan. Once. Really? That's it? Yeah. All right. Well, all I remember is get in the car. We're going shopping. And all the memes that have come out from it. Well, yeah. No, I thought, never mind. But anyway, for those of you who have actually seen Mean Girls, for some reason, I cannot think of his name. You know I'm bad at names. I thought it was that guy. It looked a lot like him. But I looked him up. He's actually, uh, was it Ray Palmer or Roy Palmer from the DC Universe? He's appeared in a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, so he has this little side so part. Roy Palmer is... Uh, Roy Palmer, okay. Uh, goodness. Uh, he's, uh, like... Uh, like the DC version of Ant-Man. Oh, okay. The Adam. There we go. There we go. Roy Palmer, the So Adam. I looked him up to see who he was because I want to see, like, who is this man? But yeah, that's who he is. He has this little itty-bitty part in the Gilmore Girls a couple of years ago, but now he's doing a lot of work with uh, DC. So I thought that was interesting. Good for him. I know. But, so th we're getting so close. Uh, okay. Another of my favorite lines happens at this. Paris mentioning about Louise and Madeline, and before it's dark, they'll have every picnic basket that's in Jellystone Park. Oh, no. <laughs> about Madeline and Louise talking to the boys. They're not even paying attention to the concert. Exactly. This really raises the question that comes up often. I think Rory might even ask it straight out. Why is Paris friends with Madeline and Louise, and why are they friends with her, too? They seem I thought very... she was going to ask that in this, but then she said, put it onto the Tristan thing. Why are oh, you even okay. interested in so she didn't ask it about them because that's a question that always gets to me because Paris is very focused on her grades, mm -hmm. very serious. As we move on, she's yelling a lot more at everybody. Okay. And then Madeline and Louise, very boy crazy. And I mean, you could 
say probably same story as Tristan. She's probably known them since they were in kindergarten together yeah. or something like that. And they just happened to be friends I mean, this whole time. Yeah, because Rory um, said, can you believe this? And Paris like, yeah, they do this. Yeah, she's just accepted it. Like, this wasn't the first time they've run away, basically. But, man, also, this was an expensive episode. That's what I was wondering. Like, Oh, you got the bangles in it. You have all those extras. Even if the bangles did it for free, like, hey, oh, my gosh, we would love to be part of right. the Gilmore Girls. Which, at this point, would they even still know anything about it? Like, when this mm-hmm. episode was filmed... Did the show even air yet? Right, because we're only on episode 13. 13. Yeah. And that's a good question. But would they have known anything about the Gilmore Girls other than, hey, we like the concept? Did they give a full concert to all those extras? I bet they did. I At be- least five songs. That's what it seems like. It seems like they set up and they gave a concert. To, a, looked like a couple hundred of extras. Yeah. And all the extras, um, who I'm going to guess, were also the same extras uh, on the street in Stars Hollow for the rummage sale. Because there were a lot of people at that Hey, there you sale. go. They had to they had to use all their extras. They had them. Why not? Yeah. Like, come it's in. Amazing, like, like, let's, let's, amer- let's uh, amortize this <laughs> across. <Right. laughs> not just one day. Let's, okay, we're, we're happy for a couple. All right. Exactly. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. But. So awesome. And then they were singing Eternal Flame. Of that course. made me happy. But it's like, the, Madeline and Louise leave during Eternal Flame. It's like, come on. No, respect. Respect the bangles. They weren't paying attention at all. But it was Eternal Flame. But they, they didn't care. And they were talking to the boys the whole time. And that's when... And that's when uh, Sookie and Lorelai were having their conversation about Rachel, who's Elle McPherson pretty, and as opposed to being Lorelai Gilmore pretty, and uh, yes. Lorelai's totally jealous. Exactly. A little obsessive, too. She's on a concert that she's been wanting to go to during Eternal Flame, as you keep pointing out. And it's she, a great song. It is. And she keeps talking about Luke and who, yes. That's that's why. That's why. Yeah. Oh my ah is this burning in eternal Well, that you take that line out of context and then it's it it sounds messed up. But Oh. Is this burning in eternal flame? Anyway. <laughs> I'm not allowed to swear, but anyway. All I'm saying You're is to go, say whatever you want. Going going to Going to that party, Madeline Louise might, they had stayed longer, gotten an internal flame, that's for sure. They're 16. They could have become the next Lorelai Gilmore. Oh, God. Well, yeah. Um, Louise is talking about that, like imagining having a baby at 16. Mm hmm. She. What am I going to say it? to my mother? That you were a very good girl. And it's just like, oh, man. I was like starting to like you a little and not anymore. Mm hmm. Mm, I don't like that kid. But then we start liking Paris a little bit more. Mm-hmm. She starts. She gets really into the concert. She's not mm-hmm. even paying attention to Madeline Louise. She's so. She's so Paris used to come. it. No. <laughs> Madeline was the nice version of it, though. It was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna go do this thing that we're not supposed to do, but I'm being, I'm being really nice about it. If you want to come, try to make it. Here's the address. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, they, they they have their moments. Yeah. Um, well, the first time that they started being nice to Rory, back when Louise was macking on uh, 
Dean at yeah, the dance. Yeah, that's right. Madeline started having the little uh, cri- um, existential crisis about her mother not making anything. <laughs> Rory, Rory's mother making stuff. <laughs> She's like, my mother. They're very jealous of Lorelai in this episode. They're very jealous that Rory is best friends with her mother. They find it really weird because they would never do similar, anything. anything with their mothers. They couldn't even picture doing anything like that. Yeah. With her mother's it. She would go to a concert with her mother and called her mother her best friend. Yeah. And then they said, it's almost like having a built-in big sister. Kind of is. I never thought of it that way, but that's true. Until Lorelai turns on mom. Of course. And she had to. In this. Oh. I, I loved it. Now, let's go back. Let's say I was watching this show when it came out 19 years okay. ago. Would I have been on... Rory's side with Lorelai going off in search of the girls, maybe of like, oh, this is embarrassing. But on the other side, now pushing 40, oh man, Lorelai, kick butt, take names, love it. Well, seriously, they're in New York City, correct? They're in New York City. At an apartment around the corner, so you you see we them... have trivia about that apartment too. Oh yeah, you see them knocking on all the doors of the apartment, and there's dogs barking and people angry and having fights and things like that. So how big this apartment was, nobody even knew. I don't talk to anybody. People annoy me. That's right. Like <laughs> that lady is my that lady is my. Could you imagine hero. like being in charge of two sixteen or four sixteen year old girls, but two of them running off in mm. the city? not knowing where they are this is before cell phones remember i I mean lorelei has a cell phone but this is before cell phones were everywhere rory has a pager i don't know if madeline and louise have a pager she loses them in the city could you imagine the stress of that yeah and then paris being envious of lorelei as a mother saying she's really gonna knock on every door and rory says yep and, and she's like, would my mother do this? Or would she send somebody? Yeah, the very fact that she had to question if her mother would even look for her. That's so yeah. sad. Um, really but is. you, you got to notice that smile on her face when, when Lorelai is yelling at them. She is so pleased. Oh, it was like you got some comeuppance. Yeah. And then the comment about their parents. It's, it's like, oh, I can't wait to talk to your parents. We have a lot. I can't, I can't wait to meet your parents. We yes. have a lot of catching up to do. I, I hope that went well. Obviously, you know, their parents are both busy with, you know, a sick child and the one is having an affair. So mm-hmm. they're both busy. I wonder how that meeting went. That would <laughs> yeah, the one is very see. busy. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. Seriously, I'm not allowed to swear, but you can say anything you want, can't you? It, it's innuendo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but. Uh, oh, don't... about that apartment building. Yes. The exterior shot of the building where the party is. Mm hmm. Uh, is the same used for Monica's building on Friends. I like how they say, this is from IMDb. I love how they say Monica's building. It's like, well, Monica, Rachel, yeah. Joey, Chandler. Chandler. You know, they all kind of live Occasionally there. Occasionally Phoebe. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it is the exterior for the uh, apartment building on Friends. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know if I, I, I did read that uh, before I watched. I don't interior know if I would have. Interior was totally different though. Yeah. I don't know if I would have uh, noticed that, but having known it beforehand, I was like, oh yeah, it is. It was okay. a long enough establishing shot that I was like, should I, supposed it was. To, am I supposed to know this? I wonder if they just kind of just took that shot 
from friends <laughs> like the footage you know stock footage basically is this a warner brother um, was this a warner brothers show um you know what? i actually don't know because if it was mm-hmm. i'm not sure i can't answer yes or no on that just one like hey can we have that yep i mean ahead. they just took the same you know yeah but yeah we do uh we mentioned it a little bit before but this is when paris is defending tristan before uh <clears throat> he's not al- he's not always a jerk and just like Oh, that's a t- that's that's what you say like in an abusive relationship, dude. Exactly. That's just that she knows that she's being used, basically, in some way or another. She's being used by Tristan for something. Yeah. And she's still willing to take that, and that just you know, as we all know, that just leads to Paris does have really bad taste in men, in a way. Or if she has good taste, she ends up ruining it. Oh, no. Yeah. She meets someone really great. Mm. And she actually is the toxic one in that relationship, unfortunately. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But she's 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 saying that Tristan doesn't have a great home life or his, his parents aren't great or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Which we do see in the... In his final episode, we do see that his dad especially isn't so great, although not completely unfounded, but we do see that a little bit. Mm. And she says that, you know, they've been in school together since they were little. She just knows him more. Yeah, you don't know him like I do. Yeah, you can kind of understand, but kind of not. A lot of that is what, like, abuse spouse says. You don't know him like I do. He's not always a jerk. Exactly. And then... She does spell it out because she likes to get the attention from him. I know he's flirting to get to you, but at least he's flirting with me. Yeah. Which is terrible. It's so sad. It's just, again, it's funny because she's very focused. She wants to go to Harvard. Um, she gets perfect grades all the time. Then you have Tristan. And, and this is one of those people that kind of makes you wonder, how does he stay at Chilton when Rory was told if she slipped up a little, she's out, yet Tristan can remain at Chilton? Oh, my God. Seriously. Yeah. And, and that, that continuity disappears a bit because, obviously, Madeline and Louise, they're, they don't do so great later on. So that's lost a little bit. But still, it's, it's hard to see why Paris does like him. I don't know. Mm. Well, because he's cute is part of it. That's part of it, yeah. Yeah. But those are Paris's words, not yeah, Dan's. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I yeah. <laughs> no. Also, no. Um <laughs> And may I add about Tristan on uh-huh. a just a human level? Yeah. Ew. Aw. No. Ew. No, he is Ew. Yeah. Um, and I then Paris creepy. said I think this is the best night I ever had to Rory as they're walking down the hall after Madeline and Louise have had a little bit of comeuppance from Lorelai. Oh, yeah. She got to go to a concert. She really liked the band. She, she saw got them to see get them. told off. Yeah, basically. And then right after that, they did our La La song. They did. Our La La song appears a lot in this uh, season right now. I am loving it. So we find out that after the concert, Paris decided to split her debate time with Rory. Which is basically the same as what spitting into your hand and shaking. Yes. But, you know, less gross. Less gross, basically, yeah. 
But it is pretty amazing. So this is a turning point. Uh, I mean, it does go backwards a bit. So sure. It, you know, it has to in a way, but. Episodic television. Of course. Um, but yeah. And then we see Lorelai giving the sweatshirt back to Luke. And Luke, of course, apologizing for basically screaming at Lorelai in public. Yeah, but then he also says that he's not pining. Mm-hmm. He pines for everybody. <laughs> pining for Lorelai right now, even though Lorelai is completely dateable. He's just pining away. I want them to be together. You'll get there, and I then know, it'll get I, annoying. I want them together now. I know. Because they're cute. You have to see Lorelai do some other stuff first. Oh, I don't want to go through the adventures of Lorelai being a twit. Well, you have to. That's that's the show. Yeah, but she can be a twit in other ways and that's, just be happy with Luke. Well, that mm, no. You have to watch her ups and downs and... I'm sorry. That's the fun of it. It was like, like we're mentioning Friends. It was like in Friends. Would Ross and Rachel get together third season? And then from there, it was just downhill. Wasn't it season two? Uh, see? Even earlier. It just goes know. downhill because they, they don't keep the suspension. They were on a break. Let's not get into that. But. <laughs> that's The show is very demonstrably not good at that point. Oh, God, it is not. And that's what I mean, because they it's like they had nowhere to go. So at least the Gilmore Girls, they kind of keep that suspense happening. Mm. Yeah. So overall, pretty good episode. Yeah, last week we gave uh, um, pretty good scores. Uh, I gave, I think, an eight. What week. did I give? I want to say you gave seven and a half. I did? Go back to I didn't page. write it down, yeah, uh, in my little notes. Yeah, I, think I you, prepped I, to write it down. I think you I went didn't. seven and a half. Okay. Right. Um, This one, I'm not going to go as high as I did last week because it started weaker for me. Like I said, like I wasn't liking the opening. Okay. Um, was really enjoying the middle. Wouldn't say loved, but was really enjoying. This was a good solid episode for me, but I'm going to go a bit lower. I'm going to say six and a half cups of coffee. Okay. What about you? Um... I was going to say seven and a half again. Okay. Again, I like the episode because it sets up for a lot. But again, it's very let's set up for the future sort of thing. And you don't get to see Emily and Richard. So yeah. No Emily automatically and Richard. No loses. Friday night dinner. Yeah. Half nope. a cup of coffee. You got to lose half a cup of coffee. Yeah. There. Just for that alone. Sorry. So if you have Emily but no Richard, is that less of a cup of coffee than having Emily and Richard? I guess. It depends. Because Emily Gilmore on her own is... A tour de force. Exactly. It's, it is the Gilmore Girls, so she is included. So without her, you are missing. She is the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Mm. And technically, there are four Gilmore Girls for Richard's a while. Mother. Richard's mother. Lorelai the first. So you could say we only got 50% of the Gilmore Girls this uh, episode. Oh, that is a that is a really <laughs> good point. Who plays Richard's mother? Is there anybody you, I'm going to know? Yes, you're going to know. I mean, you know I'm not good with names. It is someone that you will recognize almost immediately. What is she in? It, ah, I can't think of it. Um, can I take a guess before even trying to look it up? Yes. Is it Marion Ro- uh, Ross? Richie's mom from uh, Happy Days? That could be. Eric's it mother, was, I mean, Eric's grandma on... Uh, yes, so Eric's grandmother Eric- on Sunday show, yes. Oh, she plays mean so great. And she, she also plays... Does. She also plays... Well, she was... It's so funny because as an older... Uh, actress, like so many of her roles are like mean grandma, right? But 
on happy days, she was the nicest, sweetest person in the world as Mrs. Cunningham. See, at least she wasn't typecast. Oh, man. Marion Ross. She's great. All right. I'm so... looking forward to her. Did she come into season? I don't think it's this season. Oh, All my seasons I are smushed Laura up the first. in my head. Yeah. No, you'll meet her. Don't you worry. Uh, don't you worry. So now we have to uh, have our sign-off line. Oi our with oi. the. What are you thinking? I don't know. I'm um, going to say oi with the rhinestones already. <laughs> there were a lot of rhinestones in this episode. There were rhinestones on that halter top. There were rhinestones on each bandana Lorelai wore. There are rhinestones on that sweatshirt. I'm sure what Miss Patty donated had a lot of rhinestones. That red dress, yeah. Oh, my that, God. That uh, was more Louise. sequins, but... Oh, okay. yeah, I get it though. It's 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 the same. It's the same family. The sweatshirt? I thought that was sequins. Yes. No. Those are rhinestones. Oh my lord. Yeah. They're just there's so many rhinestones. So I'm gonna say away with the rhinestones already. All right. I have a few ideas. I'm not sure okay. if any of them are good. I want okay. to hear them out loud. Go ahead. All right. Away with the rummage sales already. Oh, basically, yeah. Away with the concerts already. Yeah. Um. Rhinestones, spangles, bangles. Away with the bangles already. Ah, uh, see, that's insulting to the bangles, though. Oh, we have to insult? That's what it is? Okay. No, I'm saying that is insulting when you're saying, oh, yeah, with the bangles already. You're mm. saying, like, you're sick of them. Yeah, no, and no, And we're no, not no, sick no. of the bangles. No, no, no. Love the bangles. bangles yeah, so bangles, I would say I would say out of those three, I would definitely vote for Oi with the rummage sale already. Oi with the rummage sale? Because I think that's okay. exactly how Lorelai was feeling. Okay, she was feeling that. Yes. All those rhinestones, though. I'm really liking that. Oi all right. The, so Oi with the rhinestones. Because the rhinestones go with both the concert mm-hmm. and the rummage sale. We do. And uh, the B plot, which is way more interesting than the A plot of uh, Rachel. Oh, my God. That's what. What? That's why it's Monica's Rachel's <laughs> building. Because Rachel. Oh, that's funny. See, I think that's a good theory. Ma- I like we're that. We're making discoveries up at the last moments I of love the show. It. All right, Dan. So where can they find us? Um. <laughs> I should have brought this up on screen. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, no. We have online platforms on which you can find us, which we will tell you about momentarily. momentarily. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm telling you about it. I don't know. <laughs> and where can they find us, Dan? I'm so glad you asked, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us online on Facebook. We are at Stars Hollow Weekly. On Twitter, we are at Stars Weekly Pod. You can also email us your thoughts of the show, StarsHollowWeekly at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. If you do, we will read your review during the show. Wow. I know. You would be basically sending in letters to the editor. Ooh. Is there like any kind of coffee club or anything at Luke's or um, special clubs in Stars Hollow that we could say, like, if you do this, you're a member of the... Okay, so I don't think Luke would ever do that, even if he was like dying, and that would be he would never do like a five cups of coffee. No, that's too. That's too. That's too. I'm in love with your like the public displays of town affection. Rory was talking about. Mm. I think that would be too on that line. But we can have our own coffee club. But it would stars. So okay, so it's our coffee club. Yeah. So we'll meet at Luke's. Yeah. To drink the coffee. Yeah. 
He'll probably yell at us and kick us out. But yeah, we can have a coffee club. Okay. We'll have so, to find out what this means. Next week, we'll talk about what that means. Will we or are we going to forget? We're probably going to forget. <laughs> but we'll really try. All right. So uh, join our coffee club um, and then write letters to the editor and all that. We'll figure out what the coffee yeah, club means. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Is is Maybe like we all get together and drink coffee and talk about the Gilmore Girls. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Wearing Luke's Diner shirts and hats and rhinestones and rhinestones boy with the rhinestones already boy with the rhinestones we'll see you next week bye bye So you probably hit the law amount, but they're just in the wrong place. We'll get this someday.